Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman Woo! here with you on a Tuesday morning. Glad that you have joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate our great listeners, especially our service men and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream this holiday season. Make sure you're keeping the coffee flowing like wine and how you can do that really easily. Just go to Strange Brew, Strange Brew Coffee's website. Their My Shopify page is linked right there. And boom, you can get coffee ready, shipped to your house. No problems, no questions asked. And of course, if you live here in Starkville, perfect stocking stuffer is a Strange Brew gift card or churning spoon for that matter. I got one of those just the other day. It's going to turn into delicious frozen treats. That's what the holiday season's all about. The miracle of giving. And you can do that with Strange Brew Coffee House. Also at College Corner, hey, may not be time left for shipping. I'll just be honest with you at this point. But still plenty of time if you're going to be in the Jackson area in the next few days to swing by one of their two locations. they got one in Ridgeland and one in Flowood, and you pick up some great maroon and white merchandise. The biggest and best selection of maroon and white merchandise in central Mississippi. So whether it's a Bulldog, a Rebel, a Golden Eagle, a Tiger, Crimson Tide, I don't know if those are singular or not. You know, whatever it is, they got you taken care of at College Corner. Swing by there today. Whatever kind of fan you've got in your house, they've got the gift for you. We are down to the final days of 2020. We are going to make 2021 the most profitable year at your business since, since it's opened. And how are we going to do that? We're going to do it with one phone call to Advantage Business Systems. They're going to come in there, set you up for success with brand new technology. Everything top of the line. Everything as efficient as it can possibly be. And all you've got to do is do your job, and the profits will be rolling in. So give them a call today, and they can see how they can make it happen for you. Put 46 years of experience helping businesses just like yours to work for you. 844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com. You find out how Advantage Business Systems can help your business do business. We will get to basketball a little later in the show. MSU's non-conference schedule is all but over. One game left uh, in, at the end of January. We'll start with football, uh, obviously, after we went off the air. Or off the air. After we recorded. <laughs> we, we, we were off the air. We were technically off the I don't think we're ever technically on the air. You know, there's no radio waves involved in our in our gig here. Yeah. So. And if we mess up, it's a... Uh... It's an easy there, fix. There's a delete button. It's a very easy fix. Yeah. If if we mess up, we have a net. We have never had. We don't have. To, we don't have to dump like uh, like sports talk has had to do. So, you know, for example, the time Rippy said the f word. Uh, we don't have to do that here. We can just delete it. And it's that. like it never. Yeah. So did I. I wasn't. I was. That was a day I was not on the show. I heard about it later. Shall we say? Okay. But, but don't worry. It never went out because <laughs> Borky was quick on the draw. So is sports talk on a two or three second delay? Yeah, there's a little delay okay. in there. So and we have what's called the dump button. Yeah. 
So if I just one day Richard just, just makes me upset, I'm just like, you son of a... And yeah, there's a dump button. There's a dump button yeah. before I drop the, the hammer on him. Son of a biscuit eater. <laughs> you know. Mississippi State's going to the Armed Forces Bowl. That is the final uh, destination. Fort Worth, Texas, Ammon G. Carter Stadium on the campus of Texas Christian University, as opposed to Mississippi Christian, which is Joel T. Coleman, uh, and probably many of you as well. Uh, I mean, Christ- taking on the- Christians are Christians, you know? We're all on the same team here. That's not entirely true, but that's a discussion for, for a much day. longer and more in-depth podcast. Uh <laughs> Buddy, maybe next summer we can discuss. We're going to go back to Martin Luther and all sorts of things. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. You just made me laugh. The idea that all Christians are on the same page. You could not be more wrong. Um, should be on the same page. Should be. How about that? I'll give you that. Uh, <laughs> Thunder and lightning goes to church uh, next week. Um <laughs> Take, uh, Mississippi State taking on Tulsa. They are ranked, I think, 24th uh, in the latest AP poll. 22nd. 22nd, I'm sorry. They must they moved up in defeat, and if that's the case. Okay, then. well, I do know that they were 22nd in the, the poll that just came out latest. Then they moved up. They were 24th. Okay, I, I didn't know what they were that, before. They so. lost by three to Cincinnati. Uh, it would stand a reason you would move up. I mean, it was a good game. They, they played yeah. really hard. They only have two losses on the season. That one to Cincinnati. They lost to Oklahoma State, I think, in week one or two of the season. Uh, they have a couple of top 25, of the, then top 25 wins. Central Florida, uh, Chief among them. It's a pretty good team. Don't know much about them just yet. Haven't dug into that yet. We'll definitely get somebody on uh, from Tulsa uh, next week to, to talk about this team. But, obviously, the controversy, and, and it's just bubbling on Twitter all day long, uh, was you know Mississippi State three and seven and Army not making the game and specifically, I, I think the reason people have honed in on Mississippi State more than anything else is that state is in the Armed Forces Bowl. Yes, um, it's not state's fault. You know, it's the Pac-12's fault. Pac-12 sent two bowl teams out. Had they sent out four bowl teams, Army would have been in a bowl before today. They are now in a bowl. They're headed to the Liberty Bowl to take on West Virginia. Although there was a little bit I mean, of a... They, they were in a bowl before. They were right. in the Independence they were, Bowl. They're going to the Independence Bowl, and then the Pac-12 yes. backed out. Yes. Which goes to show you, never go into business with the Pac-12. Should have just kept that SEC tie-in. You could have had Vanderbilt right there. 0-10. <laughs> Playing Army. That would have been fantastic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that said, now, like I said, Tennessee has opted out of their bowl game due to COVID. Uh, so now the Army goes into there. I will say this, I am a little surprised, and there was like a, a a brief whiff of the rumor of possibly Mississippi State ending up in the Liberty Bowl. I'm surprised that didn't happen, to be totally honest. I don't think there was ever a pulse to that at all. Uh, I did some checking on that um, on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say that there was never a phone call made or a discussion had or mm-hmm. a question asked about it, but... It doesn't seem like that was ever even close to a tipping point of happening. I agree. I agree I, with I that. Think, I think that was just more of speculation. Some, hey, this might wind. this might make sense, but from a hey, are we going to do this standpoint? I don't think it was ever close. Didn't didn't seem like it to right. me. Um, I agree with you. But that said, it would have made a lot of sense. Would have made a lot of sense to send state to Memphis. Also, it would. I, I mean, there's some logistic stuff that may have. I mean, people had bought tickets already. And, that that and would have been the that. biggest headache. But that's on the bowl game. 
It's not on the university. I think the tickets are only available through the bowl game. Is that correct? I, I could be wrong. I mean, it, it but, does stink for your fan base that had already. I mean, I'm yeah. not, not that. But that's that that I'm a, sure something would have been done. They'd have been like, I'm a Mississippi State fan. Can we? They'd have worked something out. Um, and also the, the thing that surprised me why this this move wasn't made is money. Much bigger payout for the Liberty Bowl than there is for the Armed Forces Bowl. And that's a piece of the pie. I think it's like a three point five million dollar difference or something like that. Well, you divide that by fourteen. That's a, I mean, that's somebody's salary, if not two people's salary. You know, I'm surprised they they they, they didn't. I'm surprised they left money on the table. I'll just put it that way. I don't know the logistics of this. Don't even know if it's something that could happen. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if like Liberty Bowl could give Armed Forces Bowl and pay the difference, and State end up getting the Liberty Bowl payout at the Armed Forces Bowl, and then maybe the Armed Forces Bowl. Seem, I don't know. How seems that unlikely, works. doesn't it? Just 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 on the the, the I mean, the, you know. Because then, because then, you got you got two schools making two different payouts at the same bowl. They're not going to give that payout to Tulsa. No, I, what I was saying basically was switch the payout amount. Like just Liberty Bowl, pay the difference. I, I, and look, this is just me spitballing. You're, 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 I, I yeah. don't know if this is happening. Yeah. Um. But like feels like Robin Peter to pay Paul. Well, then. yeah, but it's. If you wanted the Armed Forces Bowl payout to equal what the Liberty right. Bowl was, well, just I, let Liberty give you that extra money, and then Liberty could. Pay whatever was left to whoever's there. I mean, I mean I, I, Liberty's not out any extra money in no, that. No, I see what you're saying, but I just don't see that happening. Um, I don't know. And so, you know, my Mississippi State will go to a bowl game for the 11th straight season, and don't let anybody tell you any damn different. It no. is 11 straight seasons it of is. going to bowl games. I don't. There's no. As far as I'm concerned, there are no asterisks. There's nothing. You had. You got invited to the bowl. The NCAA said everybody could go. I mean, Ole Miss was four and five. They're going to a bowl game. So don't let anybody. I mean, tell it's no you different, different than like like this past year in the Major League Baseball playoffs. The Marlins got in, yeah, because they changed the rules. Yeah, I mean, but when the rules are changed, the rules and everybody are changed, and everybody has the same rules, then it doesn't matter. That's right. You have I been saw to somebody on Twitter yesterday saying, years. "Oh, well, the NCAA had to bend the rules twice for them." They didn't bend the rules in 2016. The rules said that if there weren't enough six and six teams, you go by APR. Mississippi State was at the top of the list. Yeah, that's won. not bending the rules. They had won five games. They and did exactly they... what the rules said you had to do. So anybody who thinks that can just kiss my hairy butt. It's just as simple as that. I'm in a mood tonight. You I can mean, already tell. How come everybody else hadn't done it? You know. Yeah, like, this is the same thing I always say. Oh, it's so easy to go to a bowl game. Well, your school hasn't done it. Yeah. In fact, only four in the SEC have done it. Yeah. Long. Now that LSU's out. Yeah. Speaking of LSU, imagine imagine being a linebacker, right? And signing with LSU, and then today your entire defensive staff has been fired. Couldn't be me. Uh, so yeah, December thirty first, eleven oh. eleven a.m. Yes, yeah, I n- never happened. I-, I was sitting here thinking, is there any chance? Let him out. That that Eddie O, like this year gets canned this year, like yeah. with all the stuff. Yes. And, and then you would have to let let him out. Strong. You would have we're to talking let, about here. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Well, man, all of their regrets. Well, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anything about like I think Linehan, neighbors is down there too. Linehan got fired too. I think so. The whole offensive staff is gone too. So yeah, I mean, just a bad situation. We'll talk about that in a minute. I mean, there's three bad situations right now in the SEC. Yeah. LSU, Auburn. Yeah. Tennessee. Tennessee. Hate to see it. Um, for Mississippi State though, I'm interested to see this match. I have no idea how State will do in this game, because we haven't seen State play a non-conference game this year. All we've seen is SEC play. And I know how they did in that. 
And in a normal year, I'd be like, well, they're playing a group of five team. They should kill them. You know, think about like 20, uh, 2013, where they play, you know, in the SEC, they were, they were six and six. They, they weren't that good. They were two and six that year in the conference, I believe, or three and five. I'm sorry, because they had lost a non conference game. Um, but, yeah, they had just not been very impressive. Yeah, and they they went and played the, the conference USA champion and beat them forty four to seven. Yeah. So, my first thought is it should be like that, but then again, you just don't know. I, this this season has been the great unknown. I don't know what to make of things. I wonder if that's kind of going to be just the. It's kind of always been a Mike Leach trademark a little bit. You just never really know. Even when he's good, he every now and then leach. Only thing you know about Mike sure Leach about is the leacher nothing's is that sure. nothing's for sure. I don't know uh, around him. I mean, you talk about. Oftentimes we we discuss this this very thing, but like four outcome games, boy howdy, it's a four outcome game in the Armed Forces Bowl, isn't it? Because there ain't anything that would that would shock you. That no, day. state loses forty eight to nothing somehow. Like, All right, well, <laughs> twenty twenty man, just yeah. What better way to finish twenty twenty with with than that? Does it matter at all? Yes. I, 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 this is what you know. We don't really talk about these bowl games, and we're like it's just an exhibition, and, and you know if they win, they win; if they lose, they lose. I feel like state needs to carry over. What happened Saturday? They need to carry that into the offseason. They need another win. So I believe that. Yeah, they. they when they when need I make to win. those declarations, it's like if they lose, what happens? If they lose, it just feels bad. It, you just, you just like, you're just not sure. It's, it's just, it just, it brings back the uncertainty of right. Mid-season. Uncertainty was the word I'm trying to get through there. It spawns more uncertainty. It's can we? Can they put together back to back games? They haven't all year. Yeah. They put together back-to-back bad games. Yeah, and like we've talked about numerous times on this show, the last two seasons, you know, both with Joe, the bowl game just flipped how you felt about everything. You know, the, right. the, the loss to Iowa flipped how you felt about. You know, if if they'd have won that game and finished nine and four, and you beat Ole Miss and you won the bowl game, you finished in the top fifteen probably. Yeah, yeah. Tw- twenty eighteen feels a lot different than it does looking yeah. back. And on in twenty nineteen, if they had, you know. They were up in that bowl. If they had somehow won that bowl, probably Joe Moore is probably still the coach. Even with everything bad that happened, Joe Moore is probably still the coach. But it just was already feeling bad because of stuff yeah. that happened during bowl practice. And then, and then they lost two. And that same token, think about 2017 and how poorly that ended, right? Mullen gone, Fitzgerald injured, you lose the Egg Bowl. But then you go to the bowl game and you beat Lamar Jackson. And everybody was super stoked. Greg Knox, highest winning percentage in school history. The all-time winningest coach in Mississippi State history. <laughs> Greg Knox, by winning percentage. Keaton Thompson beat Lamar Jackson. I mean, that is a footnote. We were. T- I-, I talked about K.J. Costello, right? Broke that SEC record. Probably going to hold it a long time. Yeah. Nobody can ever take that away from him. Nobody can take away the fact that Keaton Thompson went head-to-head with Lamar Jackson and got the dub. He got the win. He needs to send a thank you card to Mark McLaurin for a lot of that. Well, but. I agree with that, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> in the day, you know, it's like pitcher wins. Who got the win? I don't care. I'm old. Take the sabermetrics out of it. So, so yeah, I think this bowl game is important to Mississippi State. I think Mississippi State kind of needs is a strong word. I know. Could sure use. They could sure use a win here. Yeah. It would feel good for them to, to win this game. And plus, and, you know, I don't like you know I don't like to always compare things to the other schools in this state, but Ole Miss is playing Indiana, who is going to be pissed off. Yeah, that they didn't they, that they are in the Outback Bowl. It could go to angry. They could be pissed off and and take it out on Ole Miss, like, or they not. could just be like dead in the water. Here's like, why I will so. tell you that more likely option A. Yeah, Tom Allen, that yeah. guy. I don't That's think a he, coach right there. I don't think he's going to tolerate much. Oh, we're not in a good spot right now. He's going to go down there and say, like, we're going to prove a point. 
And Ole Miss, on the other hand, no Elijah Moore, no Kenny Yaboa. I mean, if Ole Miss loses and State wins – And in Kevin's guess, press conference today, he said Ely uh, would not play if the game was like this week. Well, it's not. It's you know. It's yeah, next well, week, I know it's next week, but I'm just we'll saying, see. like, I mean, if Ely's out too, I mean, you, you're, you're in st- trouble. Yeah, you're in trouble. So then, if Ole Miss loses and State wins, then it's the same, they have the same records and everything about oh, Ole Miss has all this momentum and State. Does, well, and then who who does have the momentum now? So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I feel like State State will play this game with a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of energy, wanting to win this yeah. game. I kind of agree with you. You know, sometimes but Tulsa you, will have that too because a chance to knock off an SEC team. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, you go into some of these bowl games. I mean, at St. Petersburg Bowl, nobody gave a crap who won that game. You know? State did not care that day. Did yeah. not care. They had won the Egg Bowl. That's all they really cared. They 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 had the whole thing we were making that little joke yesterday about you know when you win your Super Bowl. State had won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, they had nothing left to give. And if they, they end up pl- winning anyway, but if they had played a power five team, they would killed. have lost. <laughs> Playing a you know fourth place MAC team, they had enough juice to get the win. And even then, it took By a the block. smallest of margins. It took a fingertip of Nelson Adams <laughs> to win that football game. So yeah, that's, yes. that's some years you care, some years you don't. Right. I mean, I thought State and, cared a lot in the uh, seventeen egg uh, Gator Bowl. I thought State cared a ton against Michigan. Uh, they cared against Wake Forest. Northwestern, I don't think they cared, and I know it's going to. But the wins and losses are going to be are going to signify that. Yeah, I think in twelve, you know, they had been seven and zero, and they finished seven and or eight and four, and they were just tired. You know, they're just tired of it. And, yeah. You know, that was a that was also a bad year for Mullen rumors, as I recall. Um, Orange Bowl, they didn't care. Yeah, I don't. Think I, they cared. I, I take that back. I think they cared because yeah. Dak Dak was going to make them care, but Jeff Collins leaving, and they put Deshae Townsend in front of the defense, and like. What are we doing here? So, yeah, this will be a care year for yeah. Mississippi State, I think, for sure. Uh, let's move on over to basketball, and that's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Speaking of gift cards, and a Welcome Home Beef gift card will be a fine gift for just about anybody on your shopping list. Give them the gift of meat. Have yourself a, a meaty little, little Christmas. Away in a manger, no steak for dinner. Something like that. I don't know. I don't know where you want to go with that. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, I could we could be here all day playing these games. Um, that said, for yourself, for your for your friends, for your family, the gift of meat is the one to give. So swing by uh, today over at Welcome Home Beef. Call them at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at Welcome Home Beef. Dot com. Still probably, I don't know that it's too late. You might get a whole tenderloin still, a whole strip loin, a whole ribeye for that Christmas table. But if not, you know, New Year's is supposed to be pork and ch- pork chops. But I'm just saying, bring it up a notch. You know, cow, greater than pork. I'm saying it right here on the, on the air. And something else you can say. What's that? No matter what it is. Yes. It just tastes good. There we go. Joel and I left the hump. Uh, well, Joel left it later than I did, but I did tell you what these videos I do, man, they're tedious. But anyway, yes, I they had are. most of my stuff done. And Joel, Joel, I'm leaving. Like, I was like, all right, I'll see you about eleven. Joel, oh, I'll be out of here. I said, I hope. Before. No, no, no. You were confident. I got here before eleven. You were here at like ten forty-five. Hey, that's a whole quarter hour. I'm just saying. I knew. I know you. I know how you do business. You're a very. You're you you're yourself tedious. are a very tedious man. I am. I want to get it right. So. That said, your content is fantastic. Well, I appreciate that. You can find my content at cowbellcorner.com. I encourage you to go at least 10 times a day, yeah. every day. Go go twice a day 
for each one of his children. Six times is enough. Like, in all honesty, I, I'm don't put up that many articles. Anyway, well, so. I don't, I, all you have to do every day uh-huh. is if every listener to this show mm-hmm. typed in cowbellcorner.com and pressed enter every single day. Mm-hmm. I'm really set. Well, that's all you need to do. Like, just everybody needs to do it once. You don't even have to you look have, at anything. You don't even have to look at anything. Now, if you look at anything, that just doubles how set I am. But if every listener of this show, just every you, day, would go to the same thing we do with the five-star review, Yes, you could go comment on one of his articles like, Joel, I think you are the biggest country bumpkin of all time. And that's fine. And it doesn't I matter. I don't care. He doesn't care. You can. They would be people. Would be people who above him. Would be Joel. You're getting a lot of interaction. Indeed. And they all hate you. <laughs> but who cares? <laughs> hate interaction pays the same as love interaction. Indeed. In the in, in in the media business, not in real life. So if you hate me, if you love me, as long as every single day you push cowbellcorner.com, enter. I'm set for life. I'm gonna do that just, right just now. Gonna, look at this. Look at this. Right in front. Cowbellcorner.com/slash play. Enter. I'm even going to click on a link right and here. If you want to browse around a minute, look at all this. Have at it. What a beautiful website it is. It too. really is. All right then, I'm out of there. Uh, and if you if you you know get bored later, you can go back in. Yeah. So here, let's talk about this game, uh, Mississippi State, Mississippi Valley. On the one hand, State won easily. The game was never in doubt. State shot 57 percent from the field. They were plus 23 on the rebounding. Valley never led past two to nothing. On the other hand, I look at it and I go, man, Arkansas beat this team by 80. So am I worried or am I pleased with tonight's effort? I think overall, please. I mean, you win by 40. You, you can't complain too much. But I, I told you, it just didn't, even though State was shooting in high 50% range and, you know, they outscored them in the paint by 32 and they out-rebounded them by like 23, there were just points of the game where it didn't feel like State was playing well. I mean, it, this team continues to just... I mean, there's no other way to say it. Your favorite word, I guess, is putrid. I say sucks a lot, I guess. But mm-hmm. State sucks at the free throw line. Yeah, they're not good. They, it, they're shooting under 58% at the line. Now, yeah. I'm not saying they can't fix that. And that's right coming now, up from a few, few games ago. They were probably under 40. Yeah. Yeah, probably so. And the um, last couple games have been better. But they were 12 for 22 on, uh, on Monday night. And, I mean, if that's the way they shoot free throws, if that's who they are, and through eight games, that's who they are. They're going to lose three or four SEC games that they might would have had a chance to win if that's how they shoot. Yeah, I mean that's, that's uh, you're probably uh, you're probably underestimating. Maybe it, so. To be honest um, with you. But it, they turned the ball over some. Um, but overall, you know, you take all that out, out of the way. I mean, Tolu Smith continues to look like a, a stud. He's a double double guy. He is. You can just bank on it. Yeah. Um, DJ Stewart. You're going to get points out of him. Iverson scored 18. Get points and, out of him. I mean, and, he was threatening a double-double early on a little bit. And then t- Jalen Johnson, two starts, two double-figure two double figure nights. Yeah. Quentin Post gets 10 off the bench. Well, I wouldn't count on that every night. Well, I wouldn't either, but I'm just saying that... Anything you get out of him, though, is, is gravy. I'm just saying that he is a guy that, you know, if you want to rest some legs and, and just give, give somebody, you know, one of your big guys a breather, you don't just feel like... You can't run him out. You there have for a good a rotation minutes. right now. Yeah, you've got your five starters are good. Matthews is a good player off the bench. Devon, Devon Smith is a good player off the bench. Javian Davis is a good player off the bench, and then you get post. I mean, you, you, you're okay there. You got a, yeah. you got nine guys there. Javian Davis. I don't know if you mentioned. Did him. I not say Javian Davis? If you did, or didn't. I thought I did. If you did it, it doesn't matter. Anyway, he's out there. He's out there. So you've got some players. And there. he came back after he kind of got banged up. Did yeah, he, he came back, back in though. He came back in. Okay. Um. So, you know, here you are. You're 5-3. and three. 
You can play some what if games, obviously, yeah. if you had shot free throw betters against Dayton and Clemson, if you'd had Iverson Molinar in those first should have, would have, could have. You should be at least six and two. I think you should be at least six and two. And that it's crazy how different the optics of this team would be if they were six and two with a win over Dayton or, or over any or of over those Clemson games. or even over Liberty. I mean, it, yeah, if you're just six and two, you have 19 threes in that game. That is a statistical outlier for a team that's pretty good defensively. Any one of those wins, they're six and two right now, and you're thinking, okay. You know, they can maybe, you know, fight to be 500 in the conference, and that will put them around 19, 20 wins, and they'll, they'll be pretty easily in the NIT, you would think. Because they're 5-3, and three, though, where everybody's, you know, oh, well, they're no good. They're not going to be any good. They're going to suck. Um, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. You are right in that if they can't make free throws, they're going to lose games they should win. And that will be a tough pill to swallow. Um, there's nothing of all the ways to lose games at the free throw line is the worst way. It's it's even worse than the buzzer beater. Yeah, because you just feel like you gave it away there. Yeah, because it's just you and the basket, and yeah. there's no one else to blame. You know, a buzzer beater, you probably got somebody trying to defend you. You, you probably not just well, sitting there. With the buzzer beater, you feel like they made a play. They made a play to win the game. You lose the game because you didn't shoot free throws. We lost the game. That's 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 the mindset. It has to be. Um, I, I will say if we're trying to find positives, and they're out there, there's not you know defensively this team plays really hard. Uh, it, the interior defense is going to be good because you've got to do you've got Tolu Smith. You got some big bodies down there, uh, and out there on the perimeter, Stewart and and Molinar are very active. Yeah. Um, Jalen Johnson has given you a little bit of the boost of your perimeter shooting. As has Molinar. You've got some good athletes out there. The problem is they're just not the most cohesive unit in the world right now. No, but I think they're getting there. They are getting there. I, I, I think that some of that... The problem is, is they, they need like two or three more non-conference games. Yeah. Um, it's what it is. It's what Ben Howland said tonight. I guess channeling his inner Rick Stansberry, but... Who played? Isaac Stansberry got on the court. He did. Tonight. He a, did. Maybe, that, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why Ben had a little, little stands in him tonight. Yeah. But, I feel like, though, since Iverson has come back, they've kind of started to mesh, you know, gel just a little bit. Something else I feel like, and maybe it's just because we're sitting up there in the uh, in the cheap seats now w- with media seating, so we're not down there on the floor. We don't get to see every, you know, every body language thing that we normally would when we used to sit under the goal. But I kind of feel like these guys are a little more upbeat and positive throughout games mm-hmm. than, than other teams that I've seen. You know, I used to see some... I, I, mean, I agree with that. Like Nick Weatherspoon and... Co- I mean, no, Nick's a good ball player. You know, he had some moments at Mississippi State. But I, I saw some bad body language out of Nick Weatherspoon a lot of times. Lamar Peters back in the day. Saw some bad body language out of him. Um, even Reggie at times last year. It seemed like he could kind of get very... Uh, I don't know. It seemed like every now and then he, he could kind of... Have a moment, so to speak. I hadn't really seen any of that this year. Like th- these guys, I-, I know that we say all the time that when it comes to effort and playing hard, that should be the minimum expectation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, but you don't always get it. But you don't always get it. And I-, I think this team is at all times, from my vantage point, they are they they are playing hard. Mm-hmm. And and I do think that, that lends itself to as they gel together, a team that seems to all like each other and get along and stay positive. You could see them. I guess the sum being greater than the parts. Yeah. And so we'll see if that ends up happening. 
State won by uh, 39, if I'm looking at this right. I believe the line was 37 and a half. Those guys know stuff out there. I mean, you know, this is a team. There was a minute there, and I'll give give MSU's reserves a lot of credit. They pushed the lead out there. That was the biggest margin, was the final margin. Yeah. There was a moment there where I was like, this might be Valley's best loss of the year. Valley hasn't won a game. Yeah, well, Ben said after the game, he said uh, it's a 40-point win, but it didn't feel like it. And that, I agree and, with that. And it was because I agree for with much that. of the game, I mean, especially the second half, it was like 15-20, it felt like. Yeah. 15 to 20 they, points. They kept it in like between 20 and 30, 20, yeah. and they just kept fighting and just kept – State would hit a couple buckets, and then Valley would hit a three. Valley's not good, by the way. They are they 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 came in uh, ranked by Ken Palm as the literally the worst team in the country. Three fifty seven out of three fifty seven. So what you're telling me is they're not going to make the NC two A tournament unless they go on a run like you have <laughs> never seen. They got to win their conference tournament. Howland did say they had like uh, their starting four was out tonight and um, some other guy that's was they scored like. He averaged nearly a double-double, I think, on yeah. Jalen Johnson's team down in Louisiana. Um, but oh. they thought he'd be available today and wasn't. So they, they apparently didn't have a couple pieces, but still, they're not good. Yeah, Lindsey Hunter's got a – that's a massive rebuild uh, for him. We'll see if we'll figure that out. 0-8. Yeah, 0-8 on the season now. Uh, Mississippi State back in action on the 30th. That'll be at Stegman uh, – I guess it's Coliseum over there in Athens, Georgia. And then next home game is a big one. Uh, you know, it'll be against Kentucky. On January second, Saturday, January second. So next, you see where Coach Cal asked one of his freshmen to step away from the team or something. I did not today. see that. No, uh, I did not read the story. I saw it in a tweet actually as we were sitting at the hump, and I was kind of busy, so I did not read the story. Let's. Go. I hate. I hate to pull. This is something we do on Sports Talk that bothers me. We're gonna, I'm gonna, but I'm going to read. A little, I'm going to read a little here. Yeah, ask Cameron Fletcher. He was visibly upset towards the end of the Saturday's loss. At, for instance, via Twitter, we've asked him to take some time and step away from the team. He needs to reflect and do some soul-searching to get his priorities in order. Any attitude or actions detrimental to the team will not be tolerated. We have a culture here that is built over the last 11 years, and it will not change. I've talked to Cam and his mother, and they know I care about him and I love him, but there's also understanding there's changes need to be made. It's his job to decide. Interesting. I need to check out. And, he, of course, he tweeted that you know he'll, he'll get it right. Whatever. Kentucky's 1-5. and five. Yeah. yeah. Now, granted, they're probably going to go – 16 and 2 in the conference or whatever, but maybe not. It's weird. Weird, weird year in college basketball. I mean, who are the five losses, though? I mean, they've, oh, that's, lost, that's they've the lost to some really good teams. They've lost, they've played an incredible uh, schedule. Yeah. And that's why this, I, I know, let's see. They have lost two, pull it up here. Uh, they lost to Richmond. That's not a great loss. They lost to Kansas. That's a good loss. They lost to Georgia Tech. Now, granted, they've only, of their losses, only two of them have lost to, to ranked teams. Okay. Uh, Richmond, Kentucky, Kansas, Georgia Tech, Notre Dame, and North Carolina on Saturday. They have another game before conference play starts. They play the day after Christmas against Louisville. And then they, they have South Carolina on Tuesday, the 29th. So, I mean, South Carolina is not terrible. Yeah, Louisville, they're, they're paused get, right now, though. They, they're I think they're they're, they're on their pause? basketballs oh, paused. Well, I mean, they could Kentucky could COVID. literally come in here. They're like one and seven. That would be something. That would be really something to behold. I've, I don't know that I've ever seen a Kentucky team like that in my life. So, all right, before we get out of here, I said it yesterday, and Joel said he wanted it two days in a row. Oh yeah, I'd already forgot. Here about Here is your congratulations, two. the twenty twenty Pick'em contest winner. You know what killed you, right? What's that? Picking Missouri to beat Georgia. 
Yeah, that that was that was the word. Had you not done that, it would have been a one game difference going into that just, last week, and we could have played that. Because I don't know if I would have made you pick Ole Miss. Yeah, you know, you might have taken the, Ole Miss. I may have taken Ole Miss because yeah. in my heart, I kind of thought Ole Miss was going to win that game. Yeah, yeah. that you, you picking Missouri was the well. The, I decided to take the a nail in the coffin, and, and it didn't work out at all. That well, was it, it happens, you know. And as far as I'm concerned, Eli, Eli Drinkwitz, oh, he should be having to pay for this dinner, but it won't happen. It's going to happen though. I will pay for it. We're going to two brothers. Uh, you'll be seeing some pictures on social media, I'm sure, of our delicious food. And in the end of the day, we both win. Everybody's a winner at the end of the Thunder and Lightning Pick'em Contest. But I'm contest. The, the most winning. You you win more than I do. Yes. On the scale of winning, you're a 10. I'm like a 7. So, there we go. <laughs> All right, guys. Tomorrow's show is the Rumblings. Why don't you go ahead and fire off a tweet there, Joel. And uh, I'll do that. We will have all your questions in, or Christmas-related questions, or anything else. Uh, for that matter. Happy to answer them. That'll be tomorrow night. And we're going to be answering those after dinner. So chances are there might be a lot of, you know, I might be very tired. So my, my answers might be very cranky because I'm going to eat quite a bit at dinner. I'll go ahead and tell you that right now. Guys, have a great... That could be gassy as well. Very possible. Guys, have a great Tuesday. We'll be back with you on Wednesday. For Joel T... Also, don't forget... I'm sorry. I almost cut you off there. Uh, no podcast on Friday because we will... Uh, it's Christmas Eve. We're just not going to do it, so... Good thought. There you go. For Joel T. Coleman, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.